they're piling on. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Napping House, by Audrey Wood and Don Wood, published by Clarion Books. The Napping House is a cumulative novel, meaning each line of the book is repeated and then added to. For the majority of this story, it stays in one room as we watch a grandma and grandson take a nap on a rainy day along with some other critters. Will everyone get a restful nap on this dreary day? Well, I hope you got nothing better to do, because we're going to be lounging around. We begin on the outside of a house with a white picket fence. It's raining quite hard. One could call it a frog strangler. We jump inside to a room with a grandma all snuggled up on the smallest bed I've ever seen. It's like a twin, but a short twin. She looks like Andre the Giant in that thing. No way it's comfortable. And grandma has two pillows, trying to live her best life. But we turn to see a boy is sleeping in a hard wooden chair. How the hell did the boy get screwed out of the bed? He doesn't even have a pillow. Or even a balled up sweatshirt at the very least. Is this like an old western? It's pretty ominous with all the rain. Are these two hiding out from someone who's coming for them? And it was the boy's turn to keep watch? But now he's fallen asleep, leaving them vulnerable to attack? Or is it just that this grandma could care less about her grandkid? And is like, You may be here. But I'm not changing my routine. Your parents should have paid for a babysitter. Sit down. The author goes on to tell us that Granny's snoring. Well, that's a relief. We at least know she's alive. But is she snoring or is that sleep apnea and she's struggling to get air? Somebody might want to check that out. Well, the boy briefly wakes up from his slumber, gets up out of the chair, and is like, Fuck this shit. If you aren't gonna give me the bed, I'm gonna sleep on top of you. And climbs up and lays himself down directly on top of Granny, with her feet hanging off the bed, like Shaquille O'Neal trying to sleep on a park bench. The boy has so much disdain for his grandma, he even takes one of the pillows and puts it over her head. This can't be good for grandma's sleep apnea. Old age may have not gotten her, but this most likely will. Her face is turning blue. Well, now the dog in the room gets inspired and decides to sleep on top of both of them. This is turning into one hell of a granny sandwich. Of course, the cat in the room joins in too, and everyone is wallowing all over the bed. Nobody can seem to get comfortable on that thing. Somebody get him an extra blow-up mattress. How about a cot? Or at least one of those airplane neck pillows. This bed is maxed out. That's got to be everyone, right? Wrong. Quote, And on the cat, there is a mouse. A slumbering mouse on a snoozing cat. On a dozing dog. On a dreaming child. On a snoring granny. On a cozy bed. In a napping house. Where everyone is sleeping. End quote. They hit the thesaurus to find as many different ways to say sleep on that one. I have to say, that mouse is playing a dangerous game. He rolls over the wrong way, 
and he's as good as gone. Okay, a flea showed up. Someone call the exterminator. This granny has mice and fleas and shit all over her house. How are they sleeping in such filth? This went from a cute little country house to a cracked den. Maybe she should get her ass up and do some cleaning. It's frustrating to read this, seeing everyone waste the day away. That boy needs to wake up and get a job. Otherwise, he'll be nothing but a bum crashing at his granny's house for the rest of his life. He'll look real cool at 20, sneaking girls into her house. Don't worry, she never wakes up. I don't know. Can't we go to a different bed? What other bed? Of course the flea ends up biting the mouse, which sets off a chain reaction, waking up everyone in the short stack sleeping party. And chaos ensues. Everyone goes flying, including the boy, and they nearly knock over one of those old piss pots. Disgusting. Is this granny that old that she can't make it two steps to the bathroom? That's one pitcher of lemonade no one wants. The chaos even causes the little bed to snap in half. Last time that happened was when Grandpa was still alive. Granny's back has to be destroyed. Last time that happened was when Grandpa was still alive. This is why we can't have nice things. They piled up on the bed, and now no one has a bed. But wouldn't you know it, it stopped raining, and everyone's laughing, having a good old time. And they run outside to play. The story comes to an end on a rainbow over the house. How sweet. All Granny's shit is destroyed, and she's happy about it. Last time that happened was when Grandpa was still alive. There are two simple themes to this book. The first is, if you keep your things clean and treat your possessions with respect, they'll last longer. If Granny wouldn't have allowed filth to build up and vermin to roam freely, she would have never broken her bed. The second theme is, make sure you have proper bedding. Granny didn't even fit in her own bed, which already created a problem. But on top of that, she didn't have anything for the boy. Nice mattresses come in the mail now, at a relatively decent price. Figure it out. This one is a classic that I totally forgot about. The Woods created a simple read that builds up the suspense to an hilarious climax. Not to mention, it was brisk and never felt dull, even with all the repetition. As for their illustrations, they showed a lot of talent. They were highly detailed, and their use of colors that gradually shifted to set the moods was masterful. They showed us all of what Wood has to offer. Last time that happened was when Grandpa was still alive. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 4.1. I'll have the full bird. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.